Genre. Doctor's Companion presents Doctor Who, The Long Way Around, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Nick Jimenez. And today on the show, we are finishing our discussion of Genesis of the Daleks, uh, the fourth Doctor's fourth story with parts four through six. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let's just... Uh, Let's just jump right into it, huh? Genesis of the Daleks Part 4 Written by Terry Nation Directed by David Maloney Produced by Philip Hinchcliffe Script edited by Robert Holmes Air date March 29, 1975 The Doctor wakes in the control room of the Thal Dome where a screen shows the chemical bombardment on the Khaled Dome. The Thals fire the rocket they were preparing and observe as the rival base is blown up. The Thals are joyous that peace has finally been won and free all the prisoners, including the Doctor. In the college bunker, Davros plans revenge and frames Ronson as a Thal spy. Ronson is quickly exterminated by a Dalek, and Davros declares the Daleks the supreme conquerors of the universe. Davros tells Garmin, another scientist, to add new variations to the Daleks' genetic structure. Garmin observes that these changes will make the Daleks devoid of pity, morality, or conscience. Davros calls them improvements, which greatly disturbs Garmin. The Daleks, under orders from Davros, appear in the Thal Dome and start exterminating people. The Doctor and a Thal woman flee the attack. He tells her to rally together any survivors and destroy the dome with the Daleks inside while he heads back to the bunker to retrieve his time ring. He is attacked by Mutos, but Sarah Jane, Harry, and Severin save him. They had not reached the Khaled bunker before the explosion. Meanwhile, Garmin is trying to convince a fellow scientist that the Daleks must be stopped and is overheard by Niter. Niter confesses that he believes Davros has gone too far and convinces Garmin to meet with him. During the meeting, Garmin tells Niter the names of those who oppose Davros, only for Davros to appear. Niter knocks Garmin unconscious as the Doctor, Harry, and Sarah Jane emerge from a ventilation shaft right in front of Davros and are captured. Davros interrogates the Doctor, demanding to know everything the Doctor knows about the Daleks and their weaknesses. When the Doctor refuses, Sarah Jane and Harry are tortured in front of him as Davros demands answers. Um, so the doctor f- got the doctor got electrocuted, mm-hmm. and then he he wakes up and he's in the control room of that uh, that dome, that tall dome, right, right, not tall than H, right, Th- the fall, <laughs> yeah, the fall, yeah. Um, I uh, just overall, I just really like how 
into the Daleks Davros is. Yeah. Oh, he loves them. He just loves them. He just thinks they are the greatest thing. I love these stupid fat robots. <laughs> <laughs> he just he's like he's like that uh you know, he's very much like I want to see some sort of meme of like don't 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 talk to me don't or my or my don't children talk to me ever, or again. Son ever again. Yeah. Don't yeah. talk to me or my Daleks ever again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh because that's all it is. It's like everyone keeps criticizing his Daleks. He's like, no, that no, be- they're beautiful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Papa Davis says we're beautiful. He even sounds like a Dalek though when he's like screaming. Oh yeah, yeah when yeah when when he when he tells when he tells them to exterminate Ronson, it it, mm-hmm. it he says it like a Dalek. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They learned it from watching him. They, we learned it by watching you, Papa Darby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just, I, I love that. I love that the, uh, the, the Thal army or whatever are calling Davros a hero for being a traitor to the, mm-hmm. for to like double people. crossing the collets. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the doctor is just like, uh, no, he's a monster. <laughs> God, can you imagine uh, if these guys had Twitter? I know. It's going to betray you. Uh, and she's like, I mean, look, you might be able to convince me, but I'm not going to be able to convince anyone else. So, <laughs> oh, well. And she just like shrug face and walks out of the room. And I was like, I, man. All right. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. They're like, they're like, they're celebrating. Like it, they literally, they reminded me of the like when the X-wing pilots get back from Yavin Four or back get back to Yavin Four. They're like mm-hmm. slapping each other's shoulders and like hugging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's very provocative that mm-hmm. to show like you know like happy war end of war imagery, you know, but revealing how like hollow that can be. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, it's sort of um, it's 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 weirdly. Uh, I mean, granted, like in our in our world history, there was another world war between this and that. But it really does feel like we ended, uh, you know, the world war, and now we're it was sort of transitioning into the cold war because yes. it's all it turns into all like lies and espionage and blackmail mm-hmm. and stuff like paranoia, right? Yeah, because there's like literally like a deep throat scene in this. Um, yeah. <laughs> That I would swear it, they filmed in a park in an actual parking garage. It's 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 like it's like they shoved. It, no, it's kind of like they just do like a cursory recap of the twentieth century in this story. Yeah, like yeah. like 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 Scaro just goes through all of twentieth century history in like an afternoon. That's awful. Basically, Sounds like the worst afternoon ever. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's putting it lightly. Um, <laughs> I uh, I also love that Harry's go-to fighting move, like when the mutants are going to attack uh, Sarah and just chop her up, or no, the mm-hmm. Doctor going to chop up the Doctor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he his move is to bear hug them out of the way. <gasps> um, yeah, just, it's the ultimate like seventies. He's a lover, way. not a fighter. Yeah, <laughs> just gives him a big bear hug. 
moves them off to the side and then they run away <laughs> because I would I've mutants always, aren't I, used to human affection. <laughs> I've always wanted. To, well, you, you, I mean, longtime listeners of the show have known about my uh, goal to to hug a Dalek, but to hug and pick up and move a Dalek <laughs> would be even better. I think they're too heavy for that. That'd be great if Harry was just like, no, 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 <laughs> you will put me down. We need the uh, we need the Native American guy from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest to oh, go yeah. and, like, lift up a Dalek. <laughs> oh my god, a Dalek nurse ratchet! Oh, oh wow, god, a Dalek with looks just like a little nurse hat. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> The doctor played by Jack Nicholson. Nope. Um, that'd, be, that'd be great. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. No. 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 <laughs> uh, I think uh, that's. No. I think that's another. That's another secret to why the Daleks are so delightful. Is they're very fussy. Uh huh. <laughs> they are. They are very easily like frustrated. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a big part of it. Um, I but but they're stupid looking, so that makes them kind of cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They are, they are, it, it, they are. It is kind of the same thing you get when you like, you know, that your cat hates wearing like like a little hat or like mittens. <laughs> yeah, but you just like do it anyway, and you're like, the fun is watching them be like, uh, why stop? No, why? Aww. Why did you do this? Why? No. Um, I think from now on, I'm going to talk to, like, all the cats in my life in a Dalek voice. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, that would be great if you open up a Dalek and it's just like a like an orange, like, Maine Coon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Crookshanks. Uh, yeah. Now you know my secret. <laughs> I... Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, yeah. Mrs. Crookshanks sucked. Speaking of um speaking of like the good uh direction in this is <laughs> Speaking of the uh the uh like she was a member of the faculty too. <laughs> uh well she would have been a professor if that were the professor case. Professor Crookshank. Um, <laughs> um but speaking of uh well you were just confusing you were just you were just mixing Crookshanks and um uh, what's his name? Mrs. Mrs. Norris. Yeah, Mrs. Norris. You were combining yeah. them in your brain. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, no. Speaking of like the really good direction in this and like cool looking shots that Cass was talking about last week, um, I just I really love the deep throat sequence and the way mm -hmm. that it's directed with like all the cool shadow mm -hmm. and like you you don't ever really get a good shot of Davros like you just see him like rolling through the shadows and being like good good <laughs> yeah um he, like, he really does yeah, have like a doctor love strange it. love vibe in this he does or 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 an emperor palpatine for yeah, sure yeah yeah just just silently like completely acting in his own self interest mhm mm just unabashedly calculating against his own his own people <laughs> Yeah, I specifically wrote down that shot of the Daleks coming around, like, out of the doorway right before they kill off um, the scientist guy. And, like, you see the shadow on the wall before you see the actual Dalek. And somehow yes. the shadow of a Dalek is always scarier than seeing the actual thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, so, and so, somehow I can tell you how. <laughs> <laughs> but they, like, knew that from the beginning. Like, that's always been 
like yeah. a Dalek thing. Yeah, it's true. I mean, there, there's that great um, at the end of the Beast Below where Winston Churchill was like, "Well, you better get here fast," and you see the outline of a Dalek. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other the, what what makes because I, I said last week that I I thought the Daleks are very effectively used in this, and I think the reason for that is like yeah, that Davros using them as a weapon is so much scarier than them like acting on their own volition because. Uh-huh. By themselves, like we know, they're deeply bad at communicating with each other and like accomplishing goals. Right. But uh-huh. Davros pointing at them and saying like, "Hey, feed," and they're just like, "Okay," and like nothing can, nothing you can do or say can stop them mm-hmm. is pretty effective. And like they, yeah. they really like the the helplessness of Ronson at the end is 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 I think effectively like scary in a monster movie way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I really like I I honestly I can't believe that Garmin fell for Niter's <laughs> yeah. right? trickery. Like, come on, dude! Like that guy is 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 evil incarnate. Like, how could you ever trust him to think that he's on your side? And he like <laughs> literally is like is like I feel this way. I feel that Davros has lost his mind, and he's like I have also felt the same way. And I was like, yes, perhaps we should talk about it in an abandoned parking garage down. <laughs> in great detail. In great detail. Uh, I, I really loved the, I really love the scene where Garmin's like, but if you, uh, if you, if you, if you add these variations to the Daleks genetic structure, they won't have any empathy or conscience. And Davros is like, yes, it will be good. And Garmin's <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> No, no red flags, like at all. No, he just, he just loves the Daleks so he, much. I, um, I, that does raise an interesting question. Did the Daleks prior to this mutation, did the Daleks that we see have the capability of conscious morality and pity? Because that's fascinating. I don't know. The, the idea that there was at one point a Dalek who theoretically you could rationalize with. I know they've they've played with it. Um, again, Big Finish has done Dalek yeah. stories where they've uh, given Daleks their emotions back, um, mm-hmm. and it's uh, bananas. Well, um, like, because <laughs> isn't the first instance of that in the Second Doctor, like the David Whitaker stuff? Oh yeah, right. I guess Which, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's true. I'm but, sad that uh, doesn't exist because. Uh, I want to see some Daleks playing hopscotch or whatever they do. Yeah. Or like play tag be, or whatever. Be, oh, there <laughs> yeah. should totally be like an angel of the well, there, Daleks. There's that there's that rumor though, Cass, that they've they've found that story and they just haven't <gasps> they're waiting to announce it until it's what? closer to its um fiftieth anniversary of its release. Oh which would God. be like next year, I that's think. That's so good. Yeah. They they're, found yeah, evil of the Daleks. That's like a legitimate rumor that they've found like Half of that story, or like three quarters of it, and they're animating the rest of it. And yes, that's awesome. Thank you yeah. for making my yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't find it. I'm just relaying it. Right, right, right. <laughs> I wish I found it. It's like, um, hey, I found Evil of the Daleks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, these these uh, man, I just, I, I, I just, I love Emperor Palpatine. Davros and mm-hmm. just 
loving how the dog. How will you do it? Is, is this where we go into the uh, the doctor being interrogated? Or is that part five? That's part five? It's at the end of this one. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because the, uh, yeah, the cliffhanger is like him starting to. Like, like you have to yeah, tell me. Right. Oh, yeah. So I think this is my favorite scene in the special. That's not what it is. In the story. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah. So the doctor gets captured. But more importantly, Harry and and uh, and Sarah Jane get captured, and Davros is like, like, where are you from? And the doctor's like, I'm from the future, where uh, where like the Daleks have been, they're like the they're like the most horrifying thing ever. They're so evil, and Davros is like, good. And the doctor's like, well, he's like, well, why are you still here then? And the doctor's like, well, I've defeated them, and just the doctor slowly realizing that everything he's been telling Davros rather than giving him doubt is actually feeding him and yeah. making him more manic and more like committed to his mission was so effective. Yeah. And that to me really cinched like Davros as a character and how oh he is at, he is going to ride his ambition into the sun. Yeah. And he's like, you would tell me how they were defeated so that mm -hmm. they won't be defeated. And the doctor's like, oh, piss. And then it ends. It, it's kind of a it's kind of a cool um, sort of like companion scene to like his scenes with Davros uh, when he's when when the twelfth Doctor is with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Moffat. Moffat. <laughs> oh. Okay. You're just saying his name. I thought you were. <laughs> well, no, no. It was. It was like that's. A, I, I wonder. I wonder how. Uh, I wonder if, if he did go back. I wonder if he was thinking about Genesis of the Daleks when he was writing like the the Witches Familiar and the. Magician oh, I I absolutely think he was, and that's uh, next episode. But mm. yeah. oh, sick! Um, Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Genesis of the Daleks, Part Five, written by Terry Nation, directed by David Maloney, produced by Philip Hinchcliffe, script edited by Robert Holmes. Air date April fifth, nineteen. 75. Davros increases the power on the torture devices, and the doctor reluctantly starts answering his questions. Afterwards, Sarah Jane and Harry are taken to a cell, but Davros wants to speak with the doctor privately. During their conversation, the doctor asks a hypothetical question. If he had invented a virus that would wipe out all life in the universe, would he use it? Davros considers and decides that yes, he would since to use it would make him the most powerful being in the universe. Sufficiently convinced that Davros is mad, the doctor grabs his arm and threatens to turn off his life support chair if he does not order the immediate destruction of the Dalek mutants. Niter enters and knocks the doctor out before Davros can give the final order. Niter takes the doctor to the prison cells, but he is freed by Garmin, Sarah Jane, and Harry. Harry tries to capture Niter, but he runs away. Now the Doctor has to retrieve two things, the time ring and Davros's recording of the Doctor's knowledge of the Daleks' future. The Daleks in the Thal Dome eliminate everyone still inside and are ordered back to the bunker. Garmin's supporters clash with Davros's supporters, but Davros quickly surrenders. Garmin tells Davros to stop the work on the Daleks immediately. Davros agrees, but wants to call together a meeting of all the remaining science and security officials to vote on the subject. Meanwhile, the Doctor finds explosives and detonators and decides to finish the job once and for all. 
he is going to destroy the Dalek mutants himself. Sarah Jane and Harry wait in the hallway as the doctor sets the charges in the incubator room and he suddenly emerges being strangled by one of the Dalek mutants. So, uh, episode five starts with, um, Davros increasing the power on the, on the torture devices and making the doctor like answer his questions. And the doctor just starts being like, yeah, so, okay. So like the first time when they invaded, stairs, 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 when they invented, when, 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 when they, when they invaded earth, uh, in, in 1960, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, and they, they tried to. You know, tried to make Earth into the, a spaceship. And... Yeah, they tried to, to drive, <laughs> drive the planet through the solar system. I was like, guys, that's really dumb, and I won. Joyride. Take it easy. No joyrides. Check. Yeah, him just listing the 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 cornucopia of ways that these stupid idiots have been like defeated over the. It was just so satisfying. It really was. It's so good. Um, he, I, you know, I, uh, I, I, this, this story is like really good because, or this, this episode in particular is really good because this is when we start like getting into all of those sort of moral questions about mm-hmm. like what the doctor is there to do and what Davros is trying to do and like the the idea of like, that these two people are they they are completely opposite as far as like one is evil and one is good but they're both sort of doing the same thing like they're both yeah. there to do the same thing and and that sort of philosophical conundrum is just i mean it's it's exactly what you get out of the Robert Holmes era and mm-hmm. why it's so special um, yeah yeah it, is that you know he looked at this this stupid show with these bad science fiction effects and was like well you don't have to make it about the effects you can make it about all these philosophical issues and make it a real science fiction show right despite the fact that like the budget is so low um and he just he turned doctor who into something really special and yeah, this is and- one of those episodes where that happens yes and, and there is and it's so apparent in this episode as well what you know like this has been said over and over again but the the best villains are the ones that are kind of a dark mirror image of of your protagonist and there is a very cold and yet sound logic to what Davros is saying I mean there's this moment where the doctor's like please you have to you have to see how this is bad and it's like no Davros is like no like you don't get it like when there's only there will never be peace within species there will always be conflict there will always be war there will always be pain the only way to suppress it is if there's only one species and they're the best and once there's one just group of people in charge only then can there be peace and that's like bonkers but there's also a bunch of evidence to that being true yeah. and it, it it it's you know you have to look at it through the logic of a of a sociopath but there is it, it's logic nonetheless and you, you you know you have to imagine like a cold universe of just daleks floating through space you know 
there wouldn't be a lot of war. Well, I mean, have we seen that? Have the Daleks like ultimately turned against each other? Have we seen have like? They, have they ever done that? Have, they, have the Daleks ever gone to war? God, that'd be a hell of a story, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Like did the Dalek Civil War? Like imagine if you you saw that on the list of titles yeah, for a the season. Dalek Civil War. I think the extent of that happening was like. Is it is it victory of the Daleks? I think like when the they unlock the whatever magical space thing that right. makes the Daleks, and then they're like, "Oh, you're inferior," and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're right. Just blow us up." Mm-hmm. Right. I yeah. Uh, there's like there's almost too much logic. You would have to fundamentally change half of the Dalek race in order right. for that mm-hmm. to yeah. work. Yeah, like one would have to hear Abbey Road. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, no, this this story is like super, super iconic. And like, I feel like the virus monologue that does in this episode is one of those moments. And then the um, the doctor with the wires in the next one, which is what I was Mm -hmm. thinking about. The 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 virus, the virus scene is so perfect because like you can see Tom Baker being like, isn't that amazing? And through all the makeup. You can, you can, Davros is just getting like almost like hungry at the thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I would do it. Doctor's like, this completely backfired. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, but, but he does come to the realization that the only way to do what he has come here to do is a complete Dalek genocide. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and he, and the fact that the doctor recognizes the weight of that decision is, Again, what makes him such an interesting protagonist in science fiction. Mm-hmm. But not in this episode. In this episode, next, he just yeah, – Right. Yeah. In this episode, he just makes the decision. Yeah. He's like, I'm mm-hmm. going to blow these guys up. Let's get some explosives. Let's do I'm the thing. Kill them all. Yeah. And then he goes into um, the weird like like gack. Remember like the, those weird – remember when in the 90s when they were like, oh, yeah, slimes. Yeah. yeah, slimes and gushing slimes and putties. Yeah. So the doctor like finds that room <laughs> <laughs> and uh, some weird Dalek embryos. <laughs> he finds the set of you can't do that on television. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, Secret word. <laughs> uh, Secret word. Another thing that I like, though, about the doctor in this is mm-hmm. um, like directly paired with Davros is just crazy megalomaniacal megalomaniacal that's a hard word um like monologue then you have him like using Davros's life support system as like a torture device like he's got him yeah. just, like he's just like hey kill all the Daleks like he doesn't want to be the one to do it but it's still kind of really messed up that he's mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. yeah I like the fact that those those two scenes are like back to back because they really are two sides of the same coin. Yeah, it's really it's it's really good. These last two episodes are really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it, it it definitely ends on a high note, which is always good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about episode six. Genesis of the Daleks, Part Six, written by Terry Nation, directed by David Maloney, produced by Philip Hinchcliffe, script edited by Robert Holmes. Air date, April 12th, 1975.
Sarah Jane and Harry help the doctor, and he tosses the Dalek mutants back into the room. Now, all he has to do is touch two wires together and the Daleks will be destroyed, but he hesitates and considers whether or not he has the right to commit genocide. If he exterminates them all, he is no better than a Dalek. Garmin approaches and tells them that Davros has agreed to their ultimatum. The doctor is relieved that the final decision no longer falls on him, and they all go to the meeting. Once there, they pick up all the doctor's confiscated belongings, including the time ring. Meanwhile, the Daleks re-enter the bunker, secretly trailed by the remaining Thal rebels. They set up explosives to collapse the bunker and seal off the Daleks from the outside world forever. During the vote, Niter leaves the room. The Doctor and his companions follow him and attempt to stop him. During the tussle, the Doctor accidentally drops the time ring. The Doctor makes Niter show them where the tape recording is being kept, and the Doctor destroys it with a Dalek weapon. Niter escapes once again and locks them in the room. When the Doctor suggests leaving with the time ring, it is discovered that he no longer has it. They watch on screen as the vote takes place, and Davros orders the Daleks to kill those who would oppose him. Severin frees the Doctor and his companions and warns them of the Thal explosives. The Doctor gives the time ring to Sarah Jane and Harry and tells them to save themselves. He is going back to the incubator room to finish what he started. However, he is unable to connect the wires because of a sudden onslaught of Daleks in the hallway. The Doctor flees as a Dalek unknowingly runs over the two wires connecting the circuit and blowing up the incubator room. Meanwhile, the Daleks are beginning to resist Davros's commands. They have started the assembly line to create more Daleks. Davros tells Niter to stop the line, but Niter is exterminated by a Dalek. The Doctor makes it to safety just in time, and the Thal explosives go off, sealing the bunker. Inside, the Daleks defy Davros and no longer recognize him as their leader. They exterminate all of the remaining Khaled scientists, and Davros reaches to press the button that would destroy the Daleks for good, but they also shoot him. Outside, the Doctor and his companions say their goodbyes and use the time ring to travel through time and space back to the TARDIS. Yeah, so... Oh, sorry. The um, No, no, go ahead. The thing that made me draw the most, like, Peter Capaldi, like, Stephen Moffat parallels was his speech here. Uh, where he's like, could you, like, he's talking to Sarah Jane and she's just like, doctor, the dogs are evil. You gotta, like, b- blow them up. And he's just kind of meditating with the wires and he's like, could you do it? And then there's the question that he asks, um, if you saw a child that you knew would be, like, you know, the, the inventor of these horrible things. And then literally in yep. that Capaldi episode, like, he sees young Davros. So right. I, I definitely, absolutely think that he was drawing from this especially this moment in particular because mm-hmm. it's like literally like the doctor's telegraphing what happens to him like 10 regenerations later so yeah i thought that was really cool and like a really good tie-in to that story which is why i don't think i agree with you that davros should shouldn't have come back because i i don't know i really liked that episode and i thought that the use of I, I, well, I'm not saying that I don't like episodes that he right, has right, come right. back yeah, in. Yeah. What I, all I'm saying is that I don't think it was necessary yeah. for him to ever come back. That's I all think, I was saying. I think I like, I like when Davros is used well because it forces these moments, like these philosophical things, because 
mm-hmm. they like the doctor it's like the doctor going up against the master like the doctor is seeing another version of what he might become if he goes too far right so i always i don't know i like i like various i don't know but yeah, and he, and so I guess in the end, for all of his hemming and hawing, I mean, I mean, not not to because it was totally justified, but uh, the doctor does ultimately come to a decision yeah. about uh, Dalek genocide, Dalekian mm-hmm. genocide, right? Well, no, no, well, no, this the is, Skorovian genocide. This <laughs> is uh, well, this is like a really important moment because it sets the stage for the 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 time war. Yeah. Like this is the this is the event that causes it. Um right? Am I right? Um, Am I remembering that correctly? Isn't this the event that causes the It's the thing that they they always bring up a lot during the time war stuff. Yeah, I think I think because if the doctor had hadn't I mean like had had killed off all the Daleks, like there wouldn't be a time war. So I guess right in that, yeah. No, but didn't they like find out about what he was sent there to do, and that's what they went to Gallifrey to like maybe stop, stop, like kill Whoa. them all over or something. The do- I think did so. the doctor. So the doctor pretty directly caused the time war. I I'm I I seem to remember that being. The case. I've never thought of that. I, I mean, I've never, I've never considered that that possibility. But that makes so much sense that he would be the one to like stir that hornet's nest. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, but but it was well not real because it's not really his fault. He well, didn't sure. kill them. It was it was the Time Lords that made him go and do it. Right. Um. So they yeah. still. You know, they started a war with the right people, I guess, technically. Couldn't ask um, for a better species to go to war. It's true. <laughs> um, we didn't even talk about uh, the Doctor's fancy time bracelet that he's been trying to get back all these episodes. Oh, true. Because um, the the Time Lord dude at the beginning, like, took away his TARDIS because he was like, you don't need your TARDIS because you're not allowed to leave. You're already here. You don't need to go anywhere. Oh, um, right. So- I, lo- I love that. Like, no, you're you're on Scarrow. Yeah, so take this time bracelet and uh, use it to get back to your TARDIS when you're done here. And then he gets it confiscated. Confiscated. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, and he gets it back at the end. And it's basically like, I mean, it's a port key, right? I mean. Yeah, pretty much. It's basically a port key. It's like an interdimensional or intergalactic. Planetary. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a beastie boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but but like they all hold on to it and they spin around yeah. like off into the ether, just so like good. just it's, like in Goblet of Fire. It's one of the weirdest <laughs> images I've seen on this show. It's pretty weird. It's it looks like the final scene of like a music video. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it does. them just like it's, slowly drifting off into space. Uh, it gets. I think the mind robber gets weirder. Okay. Um, with mm. its with its visuals yes. but yes but this one's uh, 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 of the ones that we've watched so far this is definitely the weirdest um it's certainly the weirdest ending of any story 
we've seen, I think. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. the Dalek just breaking the fourth wall and being like, ah, ha, ha, like, we won. And this is the beginning. Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to name drop the episode yeah. constantly. Um, this truly was the genesis <laughs> right? of the Daleks. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that Davros is like, literally over the course of the story, he's like, okay, so in the beginning, he's like, well, we need to kill all the Thals. And then just for good measure, we should probably kill all the muties too. Uh, and then like later, he's just like, well... Well, I'm fine with killing the Khaleds if it if it means that the Daleks are okay. Right. And he's like, ah, you know what? Let's just kill everybody. He just he's like, yeah, we're gonna kill everybody. Like I like I don't like by you by the time you get to this last episode, he's just like, yeah, no, just me and the Daleks. And the yeah. Daleks are like, mm, actually, <laughs> just the Daleks. You mean just us? Yeah. yeah. Like I told Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug, this is a one-woman show. Oh wow, that's uh, that's uh, I I I, I if it, if it wouldn't blow out my microphone right now, I'd give you like a standing ovation. Oh um, my god, that was excellent. Always good work. Um, yeah, I just uh, I I love the Daleks turning on Davros. Mm-hmm. I just I really. I really love it. Like he made them too good. Yeah, it, it's just so narratively perfect and simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's real, real good. What? So what? How does he get out of this situation, Cass? Because obviously uh, they don't kill him because he comes back. I think he's or like, do they? And he's like a clone. No, they don't kill him. I think they like stun him or something, and then they have him. Like Sleep, this, Papa Davi. Yeah, they have him in like this weird cryo chamber, right? Because then he like shows up again with with rem- uh, what is it? Remembrance? Is that, is that the, the seventh- first time he's back? Remembrance? That's the seventh Doctor one. Yeah, I I don't remember if he's in Revelation, which is the the sixth one. Um, I blocked a lot of that story out of my brain, and I watched it That's forever fair. ago. Um, That's fair. But I I definitely remember him in the McCoy one. Yeah, he's definitely in remembrance. Yeah, I think there's like that that weird Dalek cryo thing, and they're like, "What's in the thing?" And then like he rolls out, and it's Davros, and he's like, "I survived," and I th- oh. I think I survived. Yeah, <laughs> I survived. All right. I don't. I don't. It's been a really long time since I've watched the other Dalek stories, so sure. Don't don't quote me on that, but well, this was so. This was just. Yeah, fun's the wrong word, but it it, it was very nourishing. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's it's a really nice change of pace, I imagine, for you, Nick, because as you said, I think in last week's episode, you kind of come into these classic Who episodes with the understanding of like, yeah, I'm going to have fun watching this sort of cheesy, campy show. Mm-hmm. And then you get an episode like this where it's like, oh, this show back then was capable of being something more than that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like even back then there were there were blinks or there were um Yeah, you know, ep- I too drew a blank, but like, you know, episodes that do make you think about the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um also yeah. I, I just I love I love the whole Speaking of like of campy stuff, there is that one moment in this where you're just like, "Wow, oh, this poor show is so cheap." Um, <laughs> when they're 
needing to get into the vault and it's like literally already open and he has to <laughs> he has to go over there and like pretend that he's putting in a combination and but like not do it too forcibly as to accidentally open the door further because it's already it's obviously already just hanging uh, open yeah. on the wall yeah i just i just keep thinking about harry having to like 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 a pair of pants drag the clam like further and further <laughs> yeah no that's really good too i think my favorite... on top of everything else there's an angry clam in this right story. yeah Cass, what was your favorite part oh uh, my said? favorite part of this episode in particular is when um niter just leaves like he yes he just makes a break for the door and it's so funny because it's yes. so it's so quick but it's super, it's, like, so effective. He just, like, sprints out of the room, and it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But. And he shuts the door behind them, and Harry's literally just like, well, he got away. We're trapped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did all we could. We did all we could, but he shut the door. Oh, so. man. I love Doctor well, Who. Well, let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's all raise a glass to those, uh, those Alaskan Malamutes of evil... Ah, <laughs> uh, I love them. Yeah, they're so stupid. I love the Daleks. Um, all right, well, uh, that's uh, that's Genesis of the Daleks. Uh, very, very good, very good Doctor Who story. Um, uh, I'm not sure if it's. Uh, it might be in top ten, maybe. Ooh, entirely that's, possible. That's hard. Ooh. Yeah, it is. It is hard, but it's entirely possible that this could be up there because it it's just so important and lofty and good. Top 20 for Um, sure. Yeah, for sure. Top 20, maybe top 10. Um, It's uh, it's a real, real good one. Mm -hmm. And uh, speaking of real, real good ones. Next week, we're coming back to talk about the visitation, uh, which is a fifth doctor story. And uh, Mm. It's uh, it's real good. It's 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 fun and silly and goofy. Yeah, and... it's real good in all the ways that um, Nick has seen previously. Like silly, right. campy Doctor Who. Right. Like I couldn't remember yeah. the name of the episode a couple of days ago, and I just call it the one with the disco robots. Um, yep. Oh, good. So that that'll, that'll <laughs> be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Disco robots and uh, barns. Yep. And mouth breathing villain. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, this one's this is a fun one. Um so uh we'll be back to talk about the visitation uh next week. Um in the meantime, go check out duelinggenre.com. Uh go check out our uh minute shows. Cassandra has uh Lord of the Rings minute. Yeah. I have Spider Man minute, and Nick and I have the Cornetto minute where we're talking about our other favorite British thing, which is Edgar Wright movies exciting yeah so go check out those things (laughs) 